Hey guys, in this second episode, I reflect over my year of what it's like to being single in Vancouver and how I dealt with things like online dating in the world of, let alone being a content creator, and how having your heart broken was one of the eventually the best things could have happened for me. What is up, guys? We are here with another podcast episode, episode of Being Single. So if you're listening right now or watching, thank you as I continue my ghetto vibes as I pretty much I have a list of what I realized what happened last time was I went on a little bit too much of a tangent and I have actually have questions so I lined out myself perfectly so how I'm going to be doing this and uh yes if you're wondering I'm in my car anything can happen so uh just trying to be safe you know I literally have all the questions here I have questions like what's it like being single for a year What's it like going on dates? Who, how, how have I been? Like, that's a good question to ask yourself. What's the saddest moment I experienced? How am I dating? Am I actually dating right now? Did I stalk her Instagram? Did I delete her photos? Do I still love her? Have you moved on? Has she moved on? What was the biggest lesson you learned from this? And if you could look back and talk to yourself, what would you say? So if you haven't watched my other videos yet, one of the things was I went through a pretty bad breakup in terms of falling in love really hard with someone and it like having it backfire on me. And that's something that I'm still coping with, but how I've been doing. Let's just say, um, just to warm it up a bit, you know, Let's start off with something a little more, um, let's start with the icebreaker before I go like heads deep and talk about what exactly is, you know, Peter doing, but, uh, it's, it's long and winded, you know, and it's been tough. So I'd like to start us off with a little introductory of, um, you are not alone, I am here with you. So it's never be. You're not here with me. Every time that I go to sleep, I can never be. Anyways. Yeah, man. Being single, have I been? It literally sucks. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, having your heart broken. And I'm the type of person, when I date someone and I make you my girlfriend or I'm your boyfriend, like, I don't play around. You're, we're together, we're gonna make it work, and I've always been the type of person that's like, if I'm dating you, we're gonna make this work, and we're gonna figure out a way, even there's gonna be ups and downs and all that. I'm a hopeless romantic, man. Like, I just want someone that loves me for just who I am, without having to deal with all the bullshit of, like, online dating, and that's a whole nother aspect of being single, is, like, you forget dating is not fun man dating is one of the scariest things out there in the world and you're like you're meeting random people there's crazy people yes there's good people but there's also crazy people out there on the internet let alone you don't even know them like back in the day you used to have to meet people through friends of friends you go clubbing but now it's like we meet people on the internet and you don't even know them and i'm like man this is some scary ass things so 
I remember one of the biggest moments how I was heartbroken was after her breaking up with me, I went home and you go through different phases of uh, relationships, of uh, grief. doesn't matter if it's a relationship, it is a death in your family or immediate family, is I remember going home and I'm like, this can't, this cannot be real. This cannot be real. Going home, crying on my bed, hugging my pillow. And I'm like, I just remember just bawling my eyes out and just crying. I'm like, this can't be real. Like she, we've had so many fights where it's like, okay, we're just going to make up again and everything is going to be okay. And, you know, I just felt that distance immediately after that breakup. And just for some context, I'm not going to go into the whole nitty gritty and like expose everything, not even expose, but like not necessarily talk about all that. This ain't supposed to be a therapy. This is just me telling y'all how I've been. And it was tough, man, especially going for the past year being single is I've realized that for the longest time, I've had insecurities that I didn't really look at and I was scared to look at. I just used work, money, dating as a way of how I want to phrase it as like, I put someone next to me, right? I lean on them so much that I fell over. And once they left my life, they weren't there anymore. I just crumbled to pieces. And that's was a common thing throughout a lot of my relationships in the past. And more recently, this relationship was for two years, man. I've always pictured in my head being a hopeless romantic, like being with someone like ride or die, being someone's Bonnie to their Clyde. And that was the saddest moment. I remember the second day, just sleeping alone again and like hugging your pillow and crying. That that feeling of being so fucking lonely is terrifying, right? And to not to have your best friend that you used to be your best friend not be your best friend anymore and just suddenly just disappear, that that hurts. And that's the thing of being in a relationship is vulnerability and being able to be alone and taking the risk that hey, if I love this person and I'm going to put you through a relationship, there's a high probability that I might lose you and never see you again, right? That's why some people are like, yeah, I'd rather date with someone in in comparison to, hey, I'm going to actually just be friends with them instead of like comparison to actually I'm going to go and date you and risk the fact that I might you might not be in my life anymore. Uh, we're going to break up this uh, sponsored video. And this video was brought to you by uh, Broke the Habit. You know, how are you dating or have I been dating? Well, to answer this, um, I'm being a responsible, socially responsible adult, distant. I've had a lot of messages because the truth is everyone's like, what do you do when you first, you know, get your heart broken is you want to feel there's suddenly a gap now. Someone that you're so used to leaning on, someone that you're so used to being there for you. They're not there anymore. And there's like this hole. And what I did to fill that gap was I used online dating apps. You know, it was a bad thing to do. But at the time, like talking to other people and girls and meeting people, it's like when you're single for two, not when you're in a relationship for two years and you're like, wait a minute, your boy still got it. I still got it. I can st go, still go out there and meet people. And, you know, I've had some interesting dates where I'm like, whoa, I can, she agreed to meet up with me. I can, I can get with that. I can, I can holler at you. 
And to know that over the span of, yes, dating, not being in the right place, you want to put yourself out there back on the market and being like, I still got it. You know, you still, you're still confident. You're still X, Y, Z. And I've learned to pick myself back up. And what it took was just time and a lot of self-reflection. And what happened was after that breakup, I went through so much stress. I don't blame her for it, but I ended up getting really sick. And if you didn't see my video on that, go check that out right here. And uh, I'll leave it in the link in the below as well. And I got really sick. And when you don't have a lot of friends and it's during a pandemic, what happens when you go to the hospital, right? That's when I felt really fucking alone. And after all of 2020, like I'm sure other people's going through their own things. I went through my own thing. Like if I can come back from this, I feel like I can come back from anything and nothing really matters to me anymore after getting that hurt, you know? But anyways, I'm going on a... I'm going on an unnecessary tangent. So uh, have you stalked her social media? So one of the things when you go through a breakup is I understand why that you always want to delete all of your photos, all of your pictures and memories together. But it's sad, man. It's really sad of how you used to know someone and you created all these memories together and now they're gone, right? It doesn't exist anymore. And... It's sad. It's really sad. So have have I uh, I've deleted her photos, right? For the most part, I still have one or two somewhere on a phone, but I didn't look at it. But before, when you go through a breakup, the last thing you want to do is look look at constantly look at the reminiscing and all the good times, right? That's what you don't want to do. And of course, stalk your ex, right? That's the common thing of you're going on the social media. Have they moved on yet? Have you moved on yet? And it makes you question, you know, your own self-worth. It's like, oh, they moved on so quick. How could they move on? Like, are they seeing someone? So your whole focus is focusing on someone else instead of yourself. Oh, God. Okay, the next question is, do you still love her? I would say I still care about her. But after what's gone and time has passed, saying that I love her might be an overstatement. Right. I still care about her and I wish her the best. And I went through different phases, man. There's a phase where I straight up just hated her. I'm like, how I looking back, I beat myself up. Like, how could I date someone that treated me like that? How could I date someone that literally just like given I gave them two thousand percent and I came out of it with nothing. Right. But that's that's the gamble that love plays. But I still wish her the best. And uh, to answer the next question, has she moved on? So. Recently, I just creeped on her Instagram. You know, I'm, I'm doing better at it now, right? First, I used to creep almost every day to every other day to now, let's say, every bi-weekly, maybe month to see how she's doing. Because I, I, I still, I'll talk about this later, but have, have I, what I found from that recently was I saw, I found a picture of uh, her and this new guy, right? And she literally like tree hugging around this dude arms and legs and that's that's when it really hit me right that maybe i had a little bit of hope oh that she she didn't really care about me right she did really did love me and maybe she would come back and after me seeing that photo a couple of weeks ago i was you know i was pretty hurt right but it's like 
at least I hope she's happy now. And I wish her the best. I'd, I'm still going through the phase to be completely transparent of like me having hatred. But I know that once this phase is over, then I'll be indifferent to whatever she does. And I, I genuinely wish her the best because the next question is, have you moved on? And I think for the most part, after talking to a bunch of girls now, using online dating, Zoom calls, video calls with girls, I'm starting to hone down on what is it that I want out of a best friend and what if it, is it that I want out of a partner? And you're like, Peter, what is it that you want out of a girlfriend, right? What, who is it that you're looking for? I found that I connect with most people if they're Asian descent or specifically Vietnamese and if they're in the digital marketing content creation game and someone who just loves me for me and doesn't make me feel any lesser of a person. Because in that relationship, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I had to try a lot harder and it was the equivalent of, I remember going and listening to this uh, spiritual teacher, you know, I'll talk about fake gurus, and the, but this isn't, as a, this is more along the lines of, uh, let's say a spiritual guru, like a real guru guru, not like a, I'll, I will make you rich guru. And he talks about when a butterfly lands on you and you try to catch it, right? What are you going to do? You're going to kill it. If it lands on you, you know, you admire it for what it was. But then eventually it's going to get up and go and fly. And that's what I needed to do with this relationship. And it took me the first, let's say, three months really fucking sad, man. Really depressed. Feeling lost again. But how do you pick yourself up from being lost and heartbroken? You're like, I put, I gave this relationship all, all I had. It makes you realize that you shouldn't have done that, right? Yes, put effort into a relationship. But if you fall into pieces if a girl leaves you or if you're a girl if a guy leaves you then it's like you needed to reinvest back into yourself and it's really cheesy but if you don't love yourself no one else will or no one else will be there for you and over this year especially with quarantine I've had a lot of time to really look into myself being really introspective look at the patterns that I have of behaviors from past traumas past relationships and really learn to truly be happy and look how far I've come. And that was my next question is, what is the biggest lesson that I've learned from this? The biggest lesson I've learned from this is if I wasn't for meeting her, I wouldn't be who I am today. And she has a big part of it. And I'm grateful, even though it ended in like pieces and like shattered dreams and hopelessness. I learned to start loving myself again. And through every relationship I've been in, whether that's a month, a year, two years, I always come out of it a better person because that's the beauty of life, right? As cheesy and trite as it sounds, having your heart broken is one of the best things that a man or woman can go through because you'll come out of it a bigger person, a better person. And because of that experiences, right? You learn more from when you get pushed to the ground, someone punches you in the face and you're like, Okay, what now, life? Come at me. So if I could look back to myself and say, the question is, if you could look back and talk to yourself when you're really first hurting, what would you say? I would first give myself a hug and tell Peter a year ago that you're such a great person. 
You're so talented. And you deserve better. And because of the way of realizing my attachment styles, my love languages, the type of person that I, I am, I have this natural tendency to gravitate towards assholes. And you know that cheesy quote or saying of like, nice guys finish last and girls only date assholes? Well, I'm the kind of the equivalent of that. I only dated girls who treated me like absolute shit. And I was like, why, why is that, right? And it all comes down to, you know, self-worth self-value and intrinsic intrinsic value, right? That I myself, I don't have to give or do anything and someone will love me just as who I am right now, a complete, imperfect, perfectly perfect human. And that's something I'm still trying to work on and it's something that I'm learning again to be human. And out of this relationship, things like therapy, right? Things like going to the doctors, things like finally putting myself on a pedestal instead of every single other freaking person, right? That's what I learned. I'm almost 30 now. And I think in, in, in your head, when you go through relationships, especially in Vancouver, you're like, okay, I'm gonna get married by 25. I'm gonna have a kid. I'm gonna get a place. I'm like, good luck with that, bro. Now, especially with this pandemic, hella hard, man, hella hard. So at the end of the day, this relationship wasn't meant for me, but it made me grow as a person and I'm grateful for it. Even though the sad part of it is that you'll never meet her maybe one day in a five years from now. But I'm really at a point in my life where it's like I'm, I needed to be okay with being alone, really being alone. I didn't want to escape from work, from any sort of social media. Like, yes, you use things to fill in the gaps temporarily, but at the end of the day, you need to date yourself first. And that's what I've learned from this. And I'm forever grateful for her, but I know that, you know, it wasn't meant to be because it was the right person. No way in my dream life, my dream girl, is that she leaves me, right? I want someone to choose me, but I need to choose myself first. You know, there's a bunch of these cheesy, like uh, dating sayings and all that stuff, but it's damn true, yo. It's damn true. So that was my little rant, this little mini potter, mini potter as in podcast, like get her going, you know, and Peter's learning how to be Peter again. And this is my overall experiences. And if you like this podcast, let me know, subscribe and all that stuff. Hit subscribe. This is also available on Spotify and all of your other listening services that you like to stream. Listen to me in the car or whatever your heart's desire, but relationships suck. It's about being vulnerable and you learn that how you love someone and how you date them is very going to be reminiscent of your childhood traumas. And if you never actually address your childhood traumas and how you love yourself and your people and your parents, then that itself is going to be indirectly involved in how you seek a partner. And once I'm learning to love myself, hopefully with how the universe goes, that I'll find the right person and I'm giving myself a chance for love again, right? But right now, I think I'm okay with being alone. I'm okay with just figuring my own shit out because life is already hard as is, especially with the pandemic and doing stuff that makes me happy again, right? Instead of doing stuff that makes other people happy. And this constant feeling of not feeling enough comes from, here's the interesting thing, right? The more imperfect that you think you are, the more you try to be perfect. The more effort you put into things like self-development, self-help, the more things you seek, the more insecure you actually are, right? 
I just needed to love myself. And I know there's someone out there in the world that's willing to love me for me. And whether you're watching this video, holler, slide in my DMs. I still got a, some couple interesting stories. And I want y'all to just love you as a person. And 2020, man, is dating in 2021 and going the forward. That's some scary-ish, man. That is some that is a scary world to be in. And right now I'm all about self-love and really loving yourself, being patient, and knowing that if I put myself out there, I will find the right person in my life, right? Because everyone deserves love. Even if you're a, you're not a you're a horrible person, XYZ, everyone deserves love. Coming from yourself, from others. And uh yeah, man, I think that's a wrap for this video answered some uh, pertaining questions, little little insight of what my mind's been going through, literally having my whole life stop because of being your heartbroken. That stuff is real. Like I know I know friends of friends that literally had their heartbroken and they haven't dated in five years, man. So it's something they don't teach you in school and pick yourself back up, love yourself. And you know, your boy's still single. I'm pretty much want to be single for a minute now with the pandemic but uh if you you think you might type slide in my dms yo at uh, broke the habit <laughs> so uh, my name is peter thanks for listening for this episode and uh the next episode i got something in store for you and i hope this becomes more of a regular thing where i can work on my storytelling i can work on expanding things where i don't necessarily need to have a clean polished video and talk to you guys and the more you comment the more it's going to affect how I make content. Things like how can I improve, what topics y'all want to see. And one of the things I like about having a smaller channel and less people watching is that y'all voices matter a lot more. So uh, you're watching Broke the Habit podcast. My name is Peter. Literally, you can make content anywhere nowadays, even if you just pull over to the side of the road. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast about being single and how tough it is. It's freaking tough, but I'm learning to love myself. And knowing that the more I'm into myself and don't have to go through the trials of dating and let alone having someone choose me, I'm like, I choose myself, right? And as long as I figure out exactly what I want in the world, that person will eventually come into my life and I don't have to chase them, right? There's this notion like you got to chase girls, X, Y, Z, or you got to chase men. The right people will come into your life as long as you put yourself out there and you work on yourself, right? Thinking back at all my relationships, I never deliberately, actually, yeah, for the most part, like, they happened kind of naturally through my life, whether it was through work, doing things for my content. There wasn't a point where I don't think I can find love via app. And it's like, and if I did, it's like, I don't think the girl of my dreams is on a dating app, right? But, you know, who knows? You never know. Keep your options open. Love yourself. My name is Peter. And, uh... You're not alone. I am here with you. Oh, and never be. You're not here with me. But uh, I hope I don't get copyright. I hope my voice is so off key that it doesn't detect it. But who the hell knows? This is another episode. Stay tuned. Thanks for watching. Check it. Thanks, everything. And uh, more, more potters to come, guys. More potters to come.